This week, we're back with Sage, a doula living in New York City. We explore how the concept of birth has changed in how hospitals handle new mothers and plenty of other exciting insights that Sage has to offer us. And we want to correct a mistake we made last week before we start the show. Sage was actually born in Boston, Massachusetts, not Korea. And now on with the show. Scali Bonaro wrote um, a book called Orgasmic Birth. It's different top. It's Off different the than the DVD, okay. but I've read at least a dozen, maybe a couple dozen books about like pregnancy and birth and getting ready for birth from the perspective of like new parents. Yeah. And Orgasmic Birth is my favorite because I think it is like super accessible and fits okay. a lot of information into this like fun book that's not like doesn't feel like homework. It's like a yeah. joy to read and it has a ton of um, bird stories in it and she doesn't know that I'm talking about this like I'm not paid to do it but um yeah it's okay the yeah. best advertising is always right? word of mouth that's yeah like what my dad always says yeah. like it's so true like if someone yeah. picks it up and they tell someone down the street it's going right. like yeah no I buy happen. a copy for like all of my pregnant friends but the dvd the documentary also talks about um like the incredibly powerful like empowering and healing experience like a birth that you want is for people who've had um who are survivors of sexual violence oh, wow. and how sometimes people i mean like you shouldn't go and have a baby because you've had a bad right like sexual encounter but that during birth you know it's just such a powerful like sacred almost like coming of right ritual you know in a human being's life that it can be a really powerful way to kind of like reset that trauma and really like reclaim your body for like what it can do and it has some really beautiful interviews with women who've, who've had that's that so cool. yeah. i feel like it probably feels such like a void that you were missing for so long before right. now you have like both your birthing right. experience but also now you have this human that you can put everything into right to like it's, make it something that right is, it's the opposite yeah. of um like being disempowered in that way and there's another great book called when survivors give birth which talks okay. more in depth about that okay um postpartum depression is a misnomer and there's okay. a movement now to move away from that phrase um, yeah we're calling it perinatal mood um, or anxiety disorder, so PMAD, okay. because it's perinatal, it's not postpartum, because a lot of times um, parents will get anxiety or other mood problems, or mood problems, or depression, even before they give birth, um, and that's that makes people feel like if they do get that, they're like, oh, it can't be postpartum depression, because so they, yes, yeah. they don't feel legitimized, but um, there's that, there's a lot of help out there, um, I don't know, there's just so much I want to talk about, but, yeah. <laughs> what do you think is, like, the biggest impact that you felt that, like, a birth you sat through that you were like, this is, I'm going to keep doing this because yeah. it made me feel wonderful and I actually know that this is an impact that... I just think that the moment a baby enters the world or exits their parent's body, it's like this insane, like, 
uh, it's just so crazy. And what's crazy is that I've actually um, been in the hospital room as a loved one passed away. And when that happened, I was like, oh my god, this feels exactly like a birth. It's like, yeah. I don't know, like, I guess time dilation, like time seems to slow down. Right. And everyone in the room is almost like in this like psychedelic state. It doesn't feel like normal life. Yep. And I do think like on a spiritual level that it's like a portal into like the spirit world opening up or something because it's the same every time. Yeah. And even like the meanest, rudest doctors I've encountered are like, which like, mo like almost every single person, if they went through the training and residencies of like all of these OBGYNs, like none of us would really make it out like as, yeah. I don't know. Tactful. Maybe, yeah. yeah like, maybe edit this out, but yeah. like. Yeah, like I think I don't I don't want to blame medical professionals. It's a broken system, but um, even like medical personnel who seem really detached on an emotional level from birth, like when the baby is coming, like in that moment, I don't know. It it just feels like I always feel like it feels like when you wake up in the middle of the night after like three fucking feet of like snow fell, yeah. and like no one else has seen the snow or stepped in it, and you're just kind of like. And you like just it's just silent, like it dampens the sound, and it's like, it's wonderland, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's like that. It just feels like, like you're touching something, like a moment that's like realer than most other parts of real life, and it's just so amazing to be a part of that. And just the gratitude that I I receive from people whose births I've attended, it's just amazing. And seeing the kids grow up, and. Yeah, my first doula client, um, she, the baby is going to be, like, she's going to be four, um, so I'm really excited about that, and, so cool. and I'm going to see her this week, and it's just amazing, yeah, I don't know, it's, uh, they say that people who are present at a birth, like, they'll get, like, endorphin highs, like, oh, similar yeah. to, like, a runner's high and everything, so there are definitely people, doulas, or like I'm addicted to birth, like it's just amazing. Come back. Yeah, but it's just I don't know. It just feels so sacred, and like when you look at a very newborn baby, I don't know. It's just like it's just amazing. It just like kind of makes you think about what life is all about and like what's important and Absolutely. what am I doing with my life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there no matter what is some type, regardless of what people believe in, as far as like yeah. God and something. There's yeah. there's there's definitely a sense of divinity in it. The yeah, fact you like exactly. look at something and it was like, this was made by people. Like yeah. we made this and it came from nothing, but I mean, hopefully it came from love and yeah. that's what that is. It yeah. is the manifestation of exactly. love itself. But right? I, I say that all the time. Yeah, it's, like, it's really, it's cool, especially when you know like a child is going to be loved and you've been working for that family. I'm sure it's even. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. More people need to become doulas. Um, the trainings are fairly affordable. It's like five times cheaper than becoming a yoga instructor. It's <laughs> hilarious. I know that for a fact. Maybe in New York City. Literally, it's like five, six times cheaper. Oh my um, goodness. But I think maybe donor international wants to keep them affordable because these are all skills that uh, just used to be knowledge that everybody had. Yeah. Because people would have like eight kids and then you would like see all of your siblings being born and all of your cousins being born. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I did want to talk about is how birth became so industrialized, okay, especially yeah. in the U.S. It yeah. actually happened in New York City. Bellevue was like one of the first okay. hospitals to really 
like in like bring birth like into the hospital and like first of all until like the six the late 60s or 70s it was illegal for women or not maybe illegal but like hospitals just flat out ever refused for birthing women to bring anyone into the hospital with them including the dads wow so a bunch of hippies like literal hippies in california yeah who, like got onto school like a caravan of 40 school buses and drove to tennessee and started a hippie commune which is like one of the oldest that are still existing right That's now so cool. yeah they're amazing and Ina may gaskin wrote a book called spiritual midwifery okay and another one called Ina may's guide guide to childbirth and okay amazing amazing yeah. books and i have them here okay but um so there was like free love and all of these hippie yeah. women were having like beautiful children and they were like wait a minute like we're fighting all of this other aspects of yeah. society but like this is crazy so they started handcuffing their boyfriends and husbands <laughs> to themselves and showing up at the emergency room just like in labor oh my and just being like you can't deny me medical treatment but no. I threw away the keys to my handcuffs so like that my is... boyfriend is coming with me yeah and that was actually like the start of like people demanding changes what was their reason for not letting anybody into the room was it, it just like yeah I think the doctors just didn't want to be disturbed also if you have you ever heard of scopolamine I have not so like vice videos has done a of uh, a 20 minute documentary on the show and it's so scary because it when you're on it, you seem normal, but you're like, you're not going to remember anything. You're okay. blocked out. And okay. there's, they have some interviews of people who were drugged with scopolamine, um, like in Colombia, the country. Um, and the people will drug them and then they'll take them, like, be like, okay, take me to your bank and then empty out your checking account. And, and the people be- will just do it. And there's, like, interviews with victims of this and, like, it's used as a date rape drug and it's just, like, it just gives me chills to think about it. But it was, um, it was the drug of choice that doctors gave birthing women, um, in the 50s. And they would actually put the women all in this big, I have a book that you could read about it, but, um, it's all historical, there's so many sources, and they would just have these, like, wards lined with hospital beds with, like, curtains between them, with, like, dozens of women all like tripping balls off of this drug which can also cause hallucinations so they're like in terrible pain and all alone um it's like no nobody like at their bedside for all these hours and then they would have the hospitals would tie the women's um ankles and wrists to the bed but with like soft cotton so that it like rules so it wouldn't leave marks so they never even knew they were tied up so they would be like screaming hallucinating hearing other women around them screaming and hallucinating and then as soon as the baby's born they like wrap up the baby you know carry them into the nursery and then the women are like like they recover yeah Yeah, and then like Like a day later yeah they're like wheeled to the nursery where they just see rows of babies that were born the same day and you like are pressed up at the glass window like counting rows like three over and four down like that's my baby and like that was the absolute norm and um two other amazing doctors um doctors kendall and claus did a lot of um research and advocacy around that like they were they're so cute if you look at the pictures they're just like amazing (laughs) (laughs) like they both passed away but they're like i don't know they just look like they would have been friends with Mr. Rogers but like I think in the 50s when they were medical students okay they or residents they would um sneak 
the babies to the moms and the moms to the babies like against hospital policy and like they've supported each other in doing all this research and their research is actually what um created doulas like in the okay 70s to 80s ish um wow so they're amazing and just the stuff that was normal that still is normal but like even the stuff back then it's like okay that's insane (laughs) like yeah scopolamine thing is insane if you have any like elder women in your family who've given birth like in the 50s or 60s if like usually they'll be like oh, i don't really remember birth and that's why because i was literally that's like insane. every single birth in the united states wow yeah, yeah. now i'm gonna start asking people no yeah. matter what because yeah. i feel like that's also it's just something that you know like you had your baby but no one talks about even right. the birthing just, yeah. period, like you don't know about it yeah like, like Friends have babies, especially when they're, like, really young, and then they just, like, you don't hear from them for, like, six months. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, it was hell, but I didn't know how to ask for help. Yeah. And then it's just, like, I feel like that's how all, like, every movie deals with it. Every, like, random book you read, it's, like, end scene, hospital, jump to next scene. Funny scene of, like, women screaming and, like, being mean to the dad. Yeah, and and then then it goes on. Yeah. How do you, like, usually interact? Do you also, like, help with the men? Or, like, oh, or, I yeah. guess, like, the other yeah, like, yeah. partner in the um, room? I never guess kids the, like, OG hippie yeah. wife woman. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, she collected a bunch of... So their commune is called okay. The Farm. Okay. Yeah, they're super cute. Yep. They have a publishing company. I think it's called, like, The Publishing Company. Like, something That's like that. That's so... Yeah. But, yeah, they write all these books. Um, but she has uh, all of these birth stories, like first-hand accounts written for women who've given birth on the farm, compiled okay. in her books. Okay. Sometimes you'll see like multiple generations yeah. of the same women who like gave birth, and you could read their oh, like the baby's birthing story, like when she's yeah. a mom, and it's just like amazing. But a lot of the birthing stories are like, like the just stuff not progressing because like the mom and dad have like issues in their relationship and the mom doesn't feel like emotionally safe to have a baby so like things are being held back and then the midwife is like all right like what's going on and like kind of resolves that issue and um yeah things like that there's a couple stories in there of men who have like terrible terrible pain and they feel like they need their appendix removed they go to the hospital nothing is wrong and then like after like a day of that the woman gives birth in like two hours with like no pain and like like partner pain just like yeah. psychic stuff it's like i totally believe it yeah um yeah. you're around them so much you feed into it you yeah. feed off of it yeah yeah but yeah adula's role especially like postpartum it's like it's not just on the it's definitely not just on the physical although we cover that and it's not just on the birthing parent it's like on the whole family and being part of a community a lot of times you know women have awful birthing experiences because they're like mother-in-law or different people friends or family members who are like very pushy in their lives that they don't mm-hmm. know how to say no to or like i'm gonna come to your birth and like yeah. you're like oh my god so i've been i've had clients ask me to like stand at the door and been like oh, I'm really sorry, um, like, the doctor said no visitors right now, so you're gonna have to, like, wait in the waiting room and just kind of, like, hang out, yeah, yeah, or, um, in the postpartum period, just being, like, okay, like, if you're gonna come over, you have to do chores, because, yeah. like, she can't they, do it, yeah, yeah, yeah like, they're, like, happening. they're, yeah. like, loving the baby, and that's what they need to do, so you need to, like, cook them dinner and take the trash out, or else I can't let you come in, yeah. 
And that's that's like part of like what I learned when I became a zoomer. Yeah, like so. however you can best support them, even if it is like asking those small things. Yeah, exactly. That's so true. I feel yeah. like our society pushes yes so often that every single person has a hard time saying yeah. no, and we're guilty and we like half lie about it or right. like say like oh maybe when it's really yeah, no like, and no. <laughs> you can actually like I mean, yeah. that's we're at a good age for women to like really start using their voices yes. and being like no I don't want that it's not in my best interest it's yeah. not in the baby's best interest yes, like exactly I actually yeah the yoga class I went to tonight um the teacher was like and you do warrior one where your arms are like kind of horizontal yeah. she's like just go no <laughs> no and like throw your arms out and practice just like having that like no energy that it was fun yeah. to do but that we don't Especially as women, we don't don't practice that enough. No, I remember, I, like, always talk about it with my good friends, like, how my early, like, young adult years, I guess, was, like, such a struggle sometimes because I wouldn't be able to say no. Yeah. I feel like, finally, like, into my 20s, it's something where I, like, finally feel like I've, like, started to own it, but it's still, like, a difficult thing to be, like, I'm allowed to say no. There's nothing there that's... Exactly. Just, like, no, I don't don't want to. Yeah. (laughs) I don't yeah. want to let you be there. Or, like, yeah. no, you can't touch my baby. Like, yeah. I'm just going to hold her for now. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I feel like I learned so much. Yeah. We could obviously keep talking. We can make it into, like, two sections later. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's okay. coming to mind yeah. now, though. It's just... Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for listening to today's interview. We want to thank you, our listener, and Sage for exploring this underreported topic with us for the past two episodes. This month, we're exploring mental health, and we want to hear your stories. If you have any stories or experiences in your life that you want to share, reach out to us, like us on Facebook, Instagram, or send us an email at dosageofrepartee at gmail.com, or check out our website at sub-stances.com. Substances is in the process of undergoing a rebranding process, and in the upcoming months, expect to see new content and exciting changes at our website. Talk to you in a few weeks.